Hi guys, welcome to episode five of Need to Breed. I'm Cressida Wetton. This is a podcast where I'm trying to establish what are the pros and cons of having kids? How do people make the decision to try to have a family? Um, In this episode, I'm talking to comedian Maria Shahata, and I really love this episode because in terms of where we're at with this, Maria and I um, are quite close. We're probably, she's probably the the closest guest to my situation at the moment. Um, Well, in fact, she's even more decided than I am. Maria's not into it. Um, Yeah, so have a listen. This is Maria Shahata, and this was recorded on the 3rd of December 2019. Maria Shahada. <laughs> and uh, we are here in Cressida's uh, boat. Can I say this? And I'm very charmed by it. And I can see how you were charmed by the whole boat thing. It's fun. So what was the question that you asked me to answer? <laughs> I'm interested to know where you're at with having kids. Well, I, I already know where you're at, but tell me about it. Well, my partner right now is, um, he doesn't want kids and I think that sort of solidified it for me because I was never, I was, I was sort of on the fence about them. I thought like if I wanted kids, I would have one at most. And I never really felt like that. Um, I think people just know when they want to be parents or that they're going to be parents at some point. And I just, I've never really felt that instinct. And so when he was like, I, I just never want kids, it wasn't a problem for me because I'm like, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't sold anyway. And I feel like you should be sold to have a child. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I've known you longer than than, than you've been with him, and I think you you said similar things in the past, right? I don't, I'm not trying to unburden him with the blame. It doesn't really matter. Um, uh, <laughs> like, I do have a lot of jokes about um, not wanting kids and stuff, <laughs> and like, so you probably got that that whole vibe from me. Plus, I don't really have a motherly vibe. I, you, do you know? Do I? You've been very patient this evening, sorting out my IT problems. Um, Not motherly, that was autistic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, miraculous. Um, Yeah, no, okay, not have a mothery vibe. But it's hard to know what a mothery vibe is, right? Because I think that, and then I've definitely got a puppy vibe. But I think in modern uh, life, we don't get near any babies, do we? A hundred years ago, people would have had some around. But there's no kids in my life, and I don't think there is in yours, right? I'm um, just at like coffee shops when I want to be <laughs> writing <laughs> and eating and not around children. They seem to be screaming everywhere. I had to move the other day because it was just this child was screaming. You know how babies squeal? It was like at the top of their lungs, like ear piercing squeals. I don't think the mother even hears anymore. So there's no apology. There's no trying to get them to stop or holding them and like comforting them so that they don't do it. It's just part of their life. They don't hear. It's their background noise. And I had to. I had to move because the f- person I was with had like tinnitus. And so it's like, we just had to, move. and I was like, yeah, we're moving because of your tinnitus and not because I'm absolutely <laughs> fucking annoyed by this. Yeah. It looks, well, it looks really hard. I, I don't feel any anger towards those parents at all. I, I, the worse the sound is, the more I feel sorry for them. And if I can, I'll try and throw them a, a little smile to say, Hey, I'm, I feel for you. It looks hard, but it doesn't sell it to me at all. And it's like, I can come up with, uh, one or two reasons sometimes I think oh yeah that'd be and, like I like the thought of older kids you know when they're almost adults and they're people but but that first few years just looks so draining I do not feel sorry for them at all like I feel 
the opposite um you know back in the time of the plague where people would get the plague and they would have to put them away what do you call them like they, they're like sa- oh, sanctioned off like a solitary no um quarantine they are quarantined <laughs> i feel like new mothers should be quarantined with other new mothers so they can have their screaming children together but just just don't just stay out of polite society right. They are right because you. Um, one of the things people say, and this is one of this is one of my reasons of well, maybe I should have them, is that people do get quarantined socially. They end up with all their friends have got them, and so where, whenever I'm in London messing about, pretending to, well, you know, in London, um, I'm looking at people like you, thinking like we're all going to not have them, right? We're all going to we're all going to still be doing this and getting drunk at 55 and not. And my biggest fear is that everyone else is going to like bail at 42 and get pregnant, and I'll be left going, guys, come on! I thought I thought we were just going to have fun. I. I feel that most when I go home to Ohio for the holidays and, uh, you know, or actually whenever I go home, um, because all of anybody I know that's still there has partnered up, had kids. So nobody wants to like go out anymore. Like, I mean, or if they do go out, it's, it's, it's for dinner and they're going home at eight, (laughs) you know? So it's just, I'm feeling that very hard. And it's because we live in bigger cities and people get like, are well into their fifties without... Like we're all big kids for a very long time, but I know that's going to bite us on the uh, in the ass in like our fifties and sixties. Like, what are we gonna do? Because I wasn't even worried about that until you said something, and I was like, "Oh, she's right." Like, what if everyone else partners up? What if I lose my partner, and I'm on my own, no kids, no boyfriend, and nobody's around except for who's gonna be around at the pub? I don't know. I uh, yeah. I mean. I kind of think, well, London and any big city is big enough. There's enough people that there's someone to play with. And I, um, I interviewed Lynn Ruth Miller for this, and uh, she's 86, and she didn't have any kids, and and went in and out of like she says she did want them, and now she's glad she didn't. And so, and I mean, there's a busy woman. Like you try and get hold of her, you know, she's booked the calendar right up. And I, I look to her and think, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna keep booking stuff, you know. I guess I think that comedy in a lot of ways, I've thought about this a lot, and I think that comedy in a lot of ways is our child because um, it's a good 15 to 18 years before you can think of anything else. (laughs) Before you can have a side project or a passion or just like you have to like spend your entire focus on this baby that like and then care for it and grow it and hopefully it becomes something and you're not just taking care of it the rest of your life. Oh, no, so good. I love that. Uh, oh yeah definitely well I know I've told you this before that thing Bill Burr says where uh, if some if a comic comes to him for advice he says how long you been going and if they say less than 10 years he's like no I can't help you so lots of work to do that's yeah I really think and I I work with people in in my day job who um, I'm I'm sure this is really common for people doing comedy you get to the Monday morning water cooler thing and and uh, and they go oh what did you do and and you you don't want to say, well, I spent six hours driving to an Italian restaurant in Somerset to tell jokes for 14 minutes. But but actually, on the other hand, that's really exciting and you meet cool people and stuff. And, and I, I don't mind being devoted to it because I don't... They, they're not all that thrilled with everything they're doing all the time. You know? Right. Like, I think, oh, God, what if, um, you know, I never have kids and I break up with my partner and I'm alone. But that's not, like, the reason to have a kid either. It's not like having a kid is just going to well you're like well I'll, I've made I've made family so <laughs> they'll always be there because there's no a there's no guarantee they'll even like you want to talk to you will be around or will be alive there's nothing there's no guarantee you know so anything could happen I think that I, I I'm afraid to have kids because I care like I know I'll love them too much 
and like like the way my parents are very over um, protective and overbearing like I think I would do the same because my dad's always cursing me he's like you wait till you have kids you'll see exactly what it is like and I'm like well maybe I won't have kids because like but I know I'll just care too much and and um there's so many shitty things that happen in this world and like I skidded by like bad things happen to me but as far as what bad things that happen to everyone like I skidded by just barely and I had like a lot like I had good chances it's not like I grew up in poverty. I wasn't rich, but I didn't grow up in poverty. And like I had, and I, and, and bad things still happens. And I just can't even think about that. Like with kids, I just, ugh, that's probably why. No, that's really interesting. So guy, when you said I'm not motherly, actually maybe there's a big sensitivity somewhere. And there is this huge potential for loss, right? Who knows? An illness and, and, and it's all like, there's no one gets off Scott free, right? Most people, most of the time know somebody in their life, if it's not them, who, are having something traumatic but then I don't know if that that doesn't that doesn't necessarily answer the question does it because it's a bit weird to go through life not doing things just to avoid trouble it's sort of like never flying because you're like well I don't want to crash and it's like yeah but you miss out on the joys of travel it's like yeah but not crashing is worth it to me <laughs> so for me uh, I'll take the risk because I want to travel I don't want to take the risk with kids because I don't also have that instinct but I would be very motherly actually I say I'm, I say I'm not very motherly I'm very cold I'm not at all and you can just see it with like with my boyfriend I'm I'm very overbearing <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just repeating like some people who are abused abuse others yeah. I was uh overly loved and now I'm overly loving <laughs> I think that's all that's happening yeah it's um one of the things that I get really freaked out about is the um the way it's so final. I had Siobhan Dodd on here and she said, uh, she said something like 18 months in, she was like, oh right, this is it now, he's staying. <laughs> and she's crazy about her kid and that's okay. wonderful. But I, I thought it was so funny and, and a dream I sometimes have if I'm a bit um, uh, stressed, I have two. One is spiders walking towards me across the floor and the other one is I'm pregnant. And there's no context, there's no father, there's no nothing. There's just, I just know. And it's a terror dream. It's really anxious and, and the... F Imagine what it must be like the day the person finds out they're pregnant. And then what if you're like, eh, I'm not sure if I, I just find that really overwhelming. What makes you, like, what are you afraid about with having a baby? What makes you anxious about it? Because it's, it's no going back. It's as final as, well, it's, it's very final. And what, what if I don't like it? Things are fine as they are. It's just overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think about all that. What if I don't like it? What if it doesn't like me? What if... <laughs> What if there's, I don't know, it's just... What if I'm tired and bored and resentful? I mean, I can't, I can't be trusted. I, I might get resentful and that really bothers me. What if I'm, what if I'm not very nice? Right. And like, cause I've, I mean, I've seen my friends go through it and it's just like, it really takes you out for, for five years <laughs> and out of the game. And, you know, my friends who are in um, a, like a career in the arts and they, you know, and you just have to build your way back up. And you've taken the time and like, you know, I have a friend and it was one of her priorities was to build a family and she did that. And that's good. And, you know, and she's rebuilding her, her career career and that's good. But <laughs> I don't, I, I guess like, I guess for me to detour like that, I'd really want to detour. But I don't want, I don't want to detour. I don't want to see the, the, that view. <laughs> I don't know. I was talking to my dad about this. I said, there's something a bit weird about never knowing what this thing is like. 
because obviously lots of people the majority of people have kids and so it, to me it's almost like a rite of passage and if you don't go through it one of my fears is you're not quite a person and that's not meant to be a feminist oh women aren't complete without kids I just mean for anyone you don't get to know what that's like and my dad's something like yeah but you don't know what it's like to climb up Kilimanjaro and I'm like, okay yeah we, <laughs> we can't do everything yeah there's plenty of things you don't know what it's like <laughs> it's just you can just ask people what it's like <laughs> you don't have to experience yeah, yeah. it firsthand <laughs> they don't know what it's like to travel and do comedy and make audiences laugh and get paid to do what you love and and tr- tr- like travel to places you would never actually go otherwise on your four weeks off of vacation You'll have to tell me what that is like. <laughs> um, so, so we, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, so you know, the kids thing, it's 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 a hard. You know, but you know what's weird is I still, I still hear names. I go, oh, I love that name. I'll use that to name yeah. my kid. Do you still do that? Yeah, yeah, I do. But I do it with like, I do it with paint colors as well. If, I, if, <laughs> if I'm in a hotel reception, I'm like, damn, that is a good shade of mustard. Or what? That's all. I don't know. I I don't think liking. Oh, here's the thing. So my brother's middle name, I always think, oh, I could use my brother's middle name if I had a boy. And that would be like a nice thing to do for my brother. But it's not based on actually wanting a kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's just I can't you you shouldn't have a kid because you want to name a kid. (laughs) But there's always names where I'm like, that's a great name. I'm going to name my kid that. And it's like, oh, I've just been thinking that for three decades. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to have one. So I'll just get a pet maybe and name that. Where what pet are you into? I'm not into pets. I don't, I don't actually like responsibility. I think (laughs) I don't, I don't, um, I don't have pets. I don't have, um, kids. I don't have, like, I have a basil plant and (laughs) I don't know. I just, uh, uh, I'm, I'm moving again. I'm not a very settled person. I want to be more settled. I feel like I was like in my twenties and, and I feel like, you know, you travel a lot and you want to see different things and you want to live everywhere and but I feel like now I'm getting to the point where I want to be settled. I'm moving again, and I'm just, I'm sort of just tired now. I'm like, well, this better be the last place I move until, like, I own a home. When am I going to own a home? That's a rite of passage I want to get through. <laughs> I know we're sitting here in your boat, and you're like, try a boat. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it is it's, it's home, home ownership. I love it. I've been in this 18 months now, maybe a bit longer, and that's, um, that's longer than most places I've lived. No landlord, no housemates. Uh, land. <laughs> there's no land well we we dock more whatever um yeah it's a lot of responsibility isn't it but it's like we haven't got any have we our generation we just I, and i love it yeah. and and whenever i see people who are a bit trapped and to be fair things are always moving like this so you might see somebody one day they might be feeling overwhelmed by whatever their life is and a bit trapped and all the rest of it. and then another day they might be absolutely thrilled for whatever they've got but i generally um feel quite grateful for all the freedom and and nobody knows what i'm doing you know like i most of my life i'm on my own which sounds sad but <laughs> i quite like it you know i i'm just i'm in my own space all the time i'm always it's very rare that i have to think about somebody else you know i think you can get very used to that and i because I, I was oh i was single for like 10 years and like i had like short-term boyfriends here and there and stuff and I just I, I just reclined back in, in the seat because I realized, like, I don't have to be sitting upright. There's no video. Like, this is so chill. I have the microphone right up to my mouth, so it's not like I'm trying to, like, speak into a mic. I don't, it's just great. Um, anyway, and um, uh, what was I saying, though? 
oh the responsibility yeah you just get so used to just doing whatever you want you get like i loved like i would just get up make coffee um you know write go to the gym like and uh then you like when you have a boyfriend it's just that that that's, it sort of takes you out of that what you're used to doing i don't know like i don't know why but like just getting up and going to a cafe and writing with coffee and food is my favorite thing to do and johnny hates sitting at restaurants he hates like he hates my favorite thing to do which is to sit and be served <laughs> like he cannot stand it he doesn't like the dynamic he doesn't like the power dynamic he doesn't he just he, he used to make like when he was a, a kid he had to be so proper at restaurants and and like he just hates it it's it's not relaxation for him it's just really stressful i worked in i i mean i worked in hospitality for like 10 years like i was on that side of it too i love it i love just but anyway i'm just saying like you get used to your own um your own schedule and like doing whatever you want whenever you want and not having to like really consider someone else um so that's fine like i don't mind you know considering someone else and like i'm i'm needy so Usually he's, he's, <laughs> he has to deal with my constant need to hang out, but, um, but it's, I feel like that's about it as far as me adjusting my life goes. I, I don't have room for <laughs> ch children or child. I don't even know what I would do with a child. I would just, I don't know what I would teach it. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like I just like, would I be doing anyone any favors by bringing a kid into the world? Like there's, there's that thing too. It's like overpopulated. Yeah, definitely. And you'd like, yeah, it's unlikely that, well, no, that's negative. <laughs> it's unlikely that you're going to produce the next David Beckham. But hey, we need everyone. Um, <laughs> not not just you. I mean, it's unlikely that one is going to. I don't know. It still bothers me, though. This well, the, the thing I can't, that I can't quite put to bed is uh, the not knowing and and I'm 35 now, so it's like the Indiana Jones uh, wall thing. You know, he just grabs his hat underneath at the last minute. And yeah. I can tell you a hundred reasons why not. I can tell you how much I like my life. And then the one reason, like the, <laughs> the really good reason is just the countdown music. You know, da 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 I don't know if you should call it a jingle. They've got so much many seconds to solve a puzzle and it's just the sound at the end of that, like time's up. Um and but you know, that doesn't feel like a proper reason, but it's this it I it worries I don't wanna be I worry about being fifty and still wearing glitter scrunchies and like <laughs> celebrating my own birthday with a really big pink None of that's wrong, and I don't do it now anyway, so it's very unlikely to start. But do you know what I mean? I, there's something very dignified about getting to the point where you're so worn down by having to think about somebody else that you're not the biggest thing in the room anymore. Yeah, yeah definitely. Maria Bamford had, like, a few years ago, had a really funny joke. Like, she's like, I don't want to be 92 and going, we're just keeping it casual. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, there's a part of me that worries too, like, cause, cause we are on a time limit. Um, you know, because the decisions I made 10 years ago might not have been the decisions I made now. Like, I just, I'm, I'm worried about making a decision for my future self that my future self is going to be regretful of. Um, and I'm here to tell my future self, Maria, I didn't have any money. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's really good. 
Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, my future self. I don't worry too much about that, right? Because the future and the, uh, well, the the previous selves. Because I don't think there's anybody on this earth who mustn't, who who can't be thinking. Oh man, if only I'd known this 15 years ago. Like, whoever you are, Kylie Minogue. I I I just find it really. Yeah, <laughs> I find it. Well, it's like surely, surely she looks like she's having a good time. Um, but nobody's perfect, and and I just think. I think my mum used to quote Oprah. Um, this was like one of the sayings in our house. Oprah said, "When I know better, I do better." And I don't know. And I'm I'm doing my best to find out. And so far, I've made six of these. And talking to people is really helpful because one thing I've I've come to think is you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Or if you want to be positive, you could say there's good sides. <laughs> there's good things on both sides, right? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, have you wait? Have you interviewed women with children? And. I've interviewed Siobhan Dodd and I've interviewed uh, Athena and I've interviewed uh, Ben. And they and then they're all pretty. Well, they have to say they're happy about it, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. I guess they do. Um, but I think I think. Did you see Glow? Because that series, she the one of the main characters has a baby that's really fucking with her wrestling and like she's just like why did i have a kid like she screams one episode into a pillow like they're smoking pot and she's like why did i have a child you know um yeah but it was but i guess like i guess you're you you're probably not gonna get people with children coming on and going i fucked up i just fucked up (laughs) yeah that's really true what's that film called glow i might write that down well, somebody's written that, right? That's somebody's, yeah. you know, all art is inspired by somebody's... Th- oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, you get the occasional letter to The Guardian, don't you? Very brave, very brave, anonymous letter saying, I didn't bond. And yeah. I've always been very haunted by those. Oh, yeah. Um, although my mum said something the other day that was really nice. And because um, my, my, neither of my parents are sort of... I mean, they're good parents, but they're, they're not like baby focused. They've never said to me, come on, then when's this happening? They're not, they wouldn't put any pressure on. Um, and I've always thought my mum was quite indifferent. And then she said, uh, she mentioned the other day, like, oh, I would like to have had a third one. It just didn't, like, it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, she liked being a mum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the I didn't bond um, emails to Mariella. Uh, they are a bit scary, you know, it's just, you just might not bond with them. That's weird. That's like that feels like that's the one thing that should happen. Mm. I think my parents bonded with me. Um, <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> but you know, I don't know why I'm a dickhead. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, there was oh Lori Kilmartin and Jackie Cation. Do you listen to their podcast? Because Lori talks a lot about her kid too because she has a she has a teenager now but it was an accident he was an accident my god um but she she talks about like i don't know sometimes she says like would i be you know maybe i shouldn't talk about her shit on another podcast i haven't heard it but unplanned doesn't mean unwanted does it it could be you know like 50 100 years ago people would get married and they would I guess they didn't they probably didn't make the distinction between trying and not trying they would just be like well we're married now and uh when's it gonna happen I feel like um when I'm at retirement age and I have no money I'm gonna be saying well unplanned doesn't mean unwanted where's my money I didn't plan it all for this but I want it oh retirement um (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't have a... Actually, say that, I got a letter from HR today, um, not a bad one, saying, you've been enrolled in a pension scheme, and this happens. I I've, reckon I've, I've got, like, about 15 different pensions, all with 20 pence in each, so... Uh, had a lot of <laughs> had a lot of jobs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, nothing really to say about pensions. I think that shows how seriously I'm taking it. <laughs> oh God, you're just gonna get checks in the mail for like 40p. Yeah. Like, oh, I really good it's job. Passed me. And that check will be for one pound sixty. Oh man, but you'll have a boat, and that'll be paid off. And that and that's amazing. You'll have a home, and I will be living here with you, because I never planned. <laughs> you fit on that couch. You're the only person that comes and fits on that couch. <laughs> it does. It turns into a bed. You're in my. Uh, that's my hangover position where you are right now, laying out resplendent. Um, usually. Some kind of family guy slash South Park animation going on and just lying there with hula hoops and going, Oh, I'm not doing this again. I should I should get a family. That's what that's what I well, should do. The thing is like, we have no responsibilities, so we drink all the time. Because we're always Oh, I do then. Like, because we're always out at pubs um just doing comedy. So it's like it's it's like if we had a normal life, like if we had a nine to five and a family we would just be home, might maybe go to the gym after work, but like, you like going to the pump would be once a week because like you wouldn't be able to deal with it because you have children, like you can't be hungover, and parent and go to work, mm. and that we just don't have any of that responsibility, and we're we're placed into pubs every night. Um. Okay. Well, I am. <laughs> well, I, 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 yeah. The difference is I do have to go to work, and let me tell you, hangovers at work. Um, not a lot of fun. Although the people I work with, the um, currently you're working in a sort of PA admin role, and the other PAs at work, one of them in particular, she's an absolute legend. She's always coming in and sending me a sly email saying, "I'm really hungover. Like, can you take the bulk of the responsibility today?" She's great. Um, she's out on it all the time and I'm not because if I've got a gig after work and I'm getting home at 10, 11 at night, I can't afford to do that. And then anyway, this isn't interesting. It's just, I'm just jealous. I want your life. Um, yeah, but well, well, that's nice to hear. Actually, it's weird when someone says, I want your life and you're like, why? And then you go, well, actually, it's not that bad. <laughs> I have a pretty good life. I gig all the time. Let me show you the world of entering people's timesheets for like <laughs> six hours and then tell me. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's good to have a regular income, but. <laughs>